Striking while the iron's hot to be your authoritative voice for New Mexico soccer. Welcome to We Are Seek and Strike podcast. Sponsored by Roughneck Scarves and Icarus FC. Brought to you by Beautiful Game Network. Find us on the web at seekandstrikecollective.com. Welcome to another edition of 1v1. 1v1 is a show hosted by We Are Seek and Strike podcast. 1v1 goes beyond the pitch to get better acquainted with our guests to highlight their story and key moments leading up to match day. I'm your host, Chris Walker. On the last edition of 1v1, we had Alicia Garcia, um, and we like to be interactive. So if you're listening and you're also someone who follows us on Twitter, uh, tweet us while you listen to it and let us know your thoughts as you're going through the episode. Our Twitter handle is Seek and Strike NM. Now, on this episode, I have a guest that joins me. She plays for the University of New Mexico Lobos. She's currently a junior and plays defender. She is from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Currently um, sitting backstage as I, as I get ready to bring her in. Uh, she just finished a very tough match against Colorado College in which she sent a cross into a scrum of players, which ended up hitting the boot of the, of Jalen Hendren, uh, who got the game winner. Joining us on this show is Carly Mays, bringing her in now. Hi, hey, how are you? Hey, Carly, how you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great, how about yourself? Doing great, doing great. Um, so just off the top, I mean, how, how was your weekend after getting back from last weekend's matches? It was, it was some tough games for sure. Colorado College is a super good team and we knew that one was going to be hard even with the last game that we had when we beat them 5-0. I had always thought that they were our toughest opponent for sure. So I was a little nervous going into that match. Right on, right on. Now, we'll, with this show, we'll, we won't be getting into the tactics. We'll be focusing more on you, our special guest. Um, being that you were out of town um, during Easter weekend, did you, uh, did you Lobos have kind of a Easter egg hunt or anything kind of Eastery? No, I wish. But um, a couple of the parents brought us like Easter themed cookies and some goodie bags. So that was really nice. Anything good in the goodie bags? Oh, definitely. My favorite is um, peanut butter cups. So I got some. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, how would you rate peanut butter cups to Peeps? Oh, they're so much better than Peeps. <laughs> I, I'm definitely a chocolate person. So that was good for me. <laughs> right on. Now I kind of peruse social media a little bit. So it's kind of trying to learn a little bit about some of your interests or likes. One of the things I had noticed was that you seem like quite the outdoor adventurist. Yes, um, I had been doing a lot of stuff this summer. Like I went to Colorado and Taos and we've been doing some hikes. So just trying to get out more. It was a lot of fun for sure. Do you have like, do you have like any particular favorite moment of your different hikes that you've done? Um, so I actually went to Ice Lakes in Colorado with one of my teammates and my sister. 
And I had done that before with my team and it was really challenging. So to do it again and be able to like stop a little bit more and enjoy the scenery. So that was really fun for me. Right on. Um, and then also I saw that you, you uh, are someone that uh, likes to maybe hit the waves. Are you a surfer possibly? No, not, I'm not great, but I definitely like water sports, like going on um, the lake and doing wake surfing is really fun. Okay. And who, who kind of got you into that? Um, I first went, uh, my like senior year of high school, I went to Elephant Butte, but this, a couple summers ago, I was up in Seattle with one of my teammates and she has a boat. So I did that a few times over the summer. Right on. That seems like that would definitely be very challenging just because you got to keep your balance and you're on like a huge body of water. Yeah, no, it's definitely hard. It took me a good amount of tries to be able to stand up. Right on. Um, so who's your favorite center back to watch? Maybe that plays professionally. Center back. Um, I used to really like PK from Barcelona growing up. So that was someone I always watched with my parents. Okay. And so th did your parents like get you into soccer initially or? Yeah, no, they definitely watch it a lot. And I started playing when I was super young, like four, I think they put me in it right away. And I, I hated it at first. My dad would have to hold my hand and go on the field with me, but I got over that obviously. <laughs> so now did your dad play soccer? No, he actually did um, baseball and rugby growing up those are his sports okay and then your mom did she play she no she didn't play either she just did swimming i believe okay so you just you just kind of forged a new path yes i did <laughs> but all three of my sisters or two of my two other sisters played soccer growing up too so okay so so uh kind of getting back to some of this get to know you stuff um you know is there is there a former lobo that you still talk to um no, not that I can think of, but I didn't really go to school with any uh, any of the Lobos that were before me. So, no, not that I can think of, at least. Okay. Yeah. And then is there anyone on the team that is known as, like, the Nutmeg Champion? Nutmeg Champion. The, well, the only person I can think of right now is Jaden Edwards, because she's megged me a few times. <laughs> <laughs> How, how does how does okay so obviously you're a defender and you know your your job is to keep that out so i mean what is it like you know kind of being on the pitch anytime Jalen's Jalen's around and you you just in your mind know that you might get meg somewhere i i always constantly think to myself to move my feet and so i'm just trying to like stay like agile so i don't get make myself like them <laughs> <laughs> So, so you were kind of saying like early days, you, you started playing soccer when you were four. Um, what, like, like if you, if you can remember, or at least what your maybe what your parents tell you, what were some of your like earlier characteristics, you know, when you were playing the game, maybe like, were you someone who always wanted to be around the ball? Were you like a very aggressive kind of defensive type? Like, I mean, what were, what were like the early DNA of your game look like? Um, I actually had a nickname growing up. They called me the Tasmanian devil because I was just like always out there running around. So I would just say like someone who had like high energy wanted to be out there. Do you feel like you still have that same high energy like these days? Uh, I'd say so. I, I love to be on the ball. And even though I'm a center defender, I like to get forward. I like to be in the attacking. So, yeah. Okay. So you're, so you're like a real big, like in the end type player. Yeah, definitely. I played 
forward a lot in high school and in club actually. So between playing center defender and playing forward, like which one do you think is your favorite? Hmm. It's really tough, but I'd have to say forward just because I like to score goals. I mean, who doesn't? But it's it's definitely tough. I love center back too. Yeah. And then I mean, see, obviously with the forward, a little bit more running than the, than the center defender, right? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of work up there because you have to put um, pressure against everyone, so it's hard. <laughs> now, I mean, you're currently wearing the number twenty-eight, but what were some of your other jersey numbers like earlier in your days, and did you have any significant reasons for why you chose those numbers? Um, I was number two when I was younger, and then. For high school, I was number eight, which doesn't really, it was just a number I picked. And then I was 18 originally when I got to UNM just because it was the only free number. And now I'm 28, which is um, has some significance. My dad was 28 the whole time he was growing up because it was um, his sister's birthday who passed away. So okay. it does a lot of meaning for me. Right on. That's really, that's really touching. Mm -hmm. Um. What are your who are your favorite teammates to play with? Um, maybe through your various teams. Uh, like in college or just like in general? In general. Um, I actually have two really good friends from high school. Uh, Kat Robinson, she's um, a goalkeeper at Pittsburgh now. She's great. She's super vocal and she's always helping me out. And then Senna Garcia, she's another one of my good friends from high school. And she's just super fun to play with. She's really technical. And she always knows what she's doing. Right on. Uh, coolest place to travel for soccer? I mean, I hate to say it, but San Diego State it has a super great field. And I just like going there because we typically get to go to the beach, which is really fun. Yeah, that's that sounds like that'd be good. You're Again, you, you seem like the beach days is like a big thing for you, right? Growing yeah. up in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm, definitely. And... In theory, I'd love to live in Florida, maybe one day, or California. I've always wanted to go to a coast and live on a beach, so we'll see. Right, right on. Now, can you tell me a little bit more about the uh, the Norway trip for soccer? Oh, yes. That was a lot of fun. Heather used to be my club coach, and she planned this trip to Norway for us when I was about like 12 or so. I was in middle school, and I had never been out of the country before. So like going there with my whole team and no parents, it was just like a crazy experience for me. It's definitely one of like my favorite trips I've ever done for sure. What were some of the some of the things that were cool to see like when you guys when you weren't playing soccer? Like were there any like places that you got to go to or do you, that you remember? Yeah, one of the coolest things about Norway actually is it's like super. It's one of the cleanest countries. And so they have a bunch of like raspberry bushes, like in parks and stuff. So you could just pick raspberries off and eat them, which is really cool. Nice. That's super like naturey. Um, Definitely really green. Now I know Norway is like really big for like hockey and such, but I mean, like, is there a pretty big soccer scene there as well? So when we were there, we we played a lot of other international teams, so not not necessarily from Norway. So it was cool to see like other countries and stuff being represented. It was. Definitely a, a culture shock for sure. There was so many um, different places that were being represented while we were there. Right on. You also played uh, club soccer for Rio Rapids, right? Yes. Uh, what What has been some of your favorite like moments playing 
club soccer with uh, the Rapids? Well, um, I loved my coach, uh, my junior and senior year. He made it like super fun for me. And then the girls I played with were like super amazing. And I was able to actually play with a few of them my freshman year. They came with me for my club team. But now it's just me and um, McKenna. And she's from my club team. So it's super nice being with her and having played all these years of soccer with her. And then, uh, and so in high school, you went to La Cueva and you were part of the team uh, 2017 um, state champion, right? Uh, so you have 26 goals uh, during that time. So is that like kind of during a stint when you were playing out of position, like you're playing more of a forward then or? Yeah, no, I was playing um, center forward when I was at high school. So it was a lot of fun, definitely. Right on. Um, so then kind of, Moving a little bit forward, uh, what what is your Lobo recruiting story? I know each of you have a kind of a different one. So what was going on during that time uh, in your life and just like how did that go? Yeah, well, I started talking to Heather pretty early on just because she knew me from my youth soccer days. So I was about, uh, I was like a freshman, I think. And then I started talking a little bit to San Diego State was another one of my, uh, the people I was talking to, but I think I ended up committing like early on in my sophomore year and I was really excited and I thought it was going to be super fun. I'm super glad I picked UNM and that's going to be a state. <laughs> What's one of the cool things about playing for um, the state that you're from? I think the coolest part for me is like seeing all the players that are like younger than me, being able to like look up to me and see that like it is possible to go D1. And so I just think being like, uh, an inspiration, I guess, for younger kids is like super important to me. Yeah, it's definitely very important for sure. Um, have you really gotten to interact with younger fans that come to the Lobo matches? Yeah, we have um, a Lobo summer camp. And so I'll, I'll work there and then a bunch of them will come up to our games in the fall and I'll still remember them. So it's cool seeing able, being able to see them and talk to them. So do you remember the first time that you stepped on the pitch as a Lobo? Yes, I was really scared. It was um, against Pacific, I believe. And I actually think I started that game, so I was like incredibly nervous. But it was a lot of fun, for sure. What did it take for you to kind of settle into a game like that, where it's like your first one on the pitch? I mean, do you remember like maybe some of the thoughts you were thinking and and what was the moment that ultimately you were like, okay, I'm here, like I'm, I'm ready to do this? Actually, um, uh, Gwen Malley, she's older than me. She told me right before the game, she told me all gas, no breaks. And that was like super inspiring for me because I felt like I was able to really just settle down and remember it's something I've played my whole life and I can, I can do it. And then in your sophomore season, you started like every match, right? Yes. And so for you to go from, you know, you know, starting a few matches uh, in your freshman year, going to playing all the matches. I mean, what, like, what was that like for you? And what did you do ultimately to kind of really uh, step up your game between those years? Like, what what was it that, that changed in you? Well, over the summer, uh, going into my sophomore year, I really tried to work on my fitness because I knew it was important to stand out in that area, and it helps. And so I came in really fit. And I wasn't intending on playing center back my sophomore year, but in our uh, Cherry Silver game, 
I got thrown at center back and I was like, well, you have to like make the best of your situation. And so I just played really hard that game and it ended up working out for me. And it was definitely scary going from like not that many minutes to like full cool games, but I was able to get into the groove of things. What's, uh, I mean, so I know that like you Lobos, I mean, you're a family for sure. I mean, uh, you know, head coach Heather Dyke says it so many times, like it's not a team, it's, it's a program, it's a family, you know, and so you have so many moments obviously on the pitch, but then off the pitch you have those moments too. What, what's one of your like favorite or maybe a few of your favorite off the pitch moments, you know, with, with your Lobo family? You know, our team is like super special. There's like so many, but um, I've really made a lot of close friends on this team. It's honestly, it's really hard to pick one because uh, we do so many things as a team outside of soccer. Like I'm always seeing these girls. So I've just got a lot of like close relationships with a lot of people on the team. So I'm really grateful for that. Right on. <laughs> uh, how many hours do you say that you put into your own technical skills outside of like team skills? So I would say normally, like before college, I hadn't done that much, but going into college, I think it's definitely important to start like doing a little bit of extra things to make sure your like touch is clean. And um, especially living with Alicia Garcia this year, she's um, helped me to do a lot more extra because she does extra like all the time. So I'd say probably like it's harder in season because um, we play so much, but out of season in the spring normally, probably like a couple hours outside of practice, I'd say. What's like something that's really hard to do, like as like, you know, like for like, what's like, I guess what's a hard thing to do as a soccer player? Maybe, sorry. Or what, what may be like one of the hardest things to do, I guess, you know, for, from your vantage point? Hmm. I would say I'm not great at juggling, honestly. Juggling's always been really hard for me. I've been working on it a little bit recently, but I want to get over 100 doubles, so maybe one day. How many have you currently done? I'm at 67 right now. Okay. Yeah. So getting that's, that's serious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so day of the match, what is your routine uh, as far as getting yourself ready? Do you have any particular music that hypes you up? Um, I love rap music. I think everyone on the team knows that for the most part. So I definitely listen to some like good rap music. It gets me pumped up. Okay. And do you have like any like like what what does the team to typically eat? Like what's what is the pregame meal? Normally we feed ourselves and then we go in and we have a bunch of snacks, like grapes and stuff. So I'll try to get like a good meal in like a half an hour before we go in and then I'll eat some snacks while we're there. Right on. And so then who on the team pushes you to be better besides Alicia Garcia? Besides Alicia. I would say definitely Mesa Walter. She's a sophomore this year. She just like works incredibly hard, like any chance she gets. So she's, even though she's younger than me, she's like something I, someone I look up to. So. And I know, and I know, in talking to Heather, she's also said that you and uh, Maya Isaiah have just really bonded huge this season, and you really created something special in the back. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of talk about like, you know, how you how you two have really like improved your communication, and just like how you you know how you guys work the back line that way. Yeah. So I hadn't really like talk to Maya much before like this season but 
playing with her has really brought us like closer. So we we're always talking now. We laugh a lot. So I think having that like out of soccer relationship has really made us better back there. We like are really good at communicating now. And I love playing with her. She's a super great player. So what would you say would be like your best match this season so far? Best match. Hmm. I thought I did pretty good in the Air Force game actually this past Friday. I felt like me uh, and Maya were moving the ball back there pretty good. And I was able to get up a little bit. That's what makes uh, center back really fun for me is when I'm able to like get in on some crosses and stuff. So I was able to do that a few times. So I really like that game. Right on. So la the last question I'll ask you about soccer really is, um, or in this section is, if you had to pick one of the different jerseys that you've worn through the three years, like the different colors, like what are like some of your favorite colors that you've worn that, you, you know, if you could wear them like this season? Like outside, like any color from like high school and stuff? Or any color from like your time as a Lobo? Because I know that I've seen several different colors of jerseys. I'd say my favorite is our white long sleeve and it's a black number and then like teal on the outside. I think we just look super clean in that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to like my last section, I call this 1v1. Now, of course, in the previous episode, I did ask Alicia a bunch of this or that questions, but for you, something a little different. Mm -hmm. um, my first question for you is, if a soccer documentary was being made, uh, what celebrity would you want to play your character? Does that have to be a soccer player or could it be anyone? It could be anyone. Hmm. Ooh, that's so tough. Someone who, they have to look like me. So let me think. The first person that comes to mind is like Alex Morgan, I guess, just because she has brown hair. I mean, my hair is red right now, but red. brown. So I'd say probably just her, the first person I can think of. Okay, okay. Is she like one of your favorite soccer players? She's definitely like someone I look up to for sure. Because she's super technical, and I've all, I'm always trying to work on my technical skills, so I think that's something I can be better at. Okay. Um, who would you want to play a three v three game against on your current team? Who would like be my teammates? Yeah, who would be your teammates, and then who would you want to play against? Hmm. I think I'd pick. I'd want to play against probably make it a hard game, so like Jaden. And McKenna, I think, would be a good opponent. And then Alexa Curtin would be good, too. And then I'd probably pick Alicia as my teammate and Mesa. For sure. Okay, so you grab Jaden, who's, like, got good vision yes. and is way creative. You grabbed – are you, and then you threw in Alexa, who's just, like, very – just very tough, like, very defensively savvy. And then you grabbed – Oh, and then McKenna Havener, who's just super fast and dashes yeah. like up and down the pitch. Mm -hmm. And then for and then tell me why you picked the two for yourself. Because I think um, Alicia is one of our most technical players for sure. So it's always good to have that on the team. And then to balance it out with Mesa, who's just a hard hitter and who's going to go in there and win tackles for us. So yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then. I've got some uh, listener questions I'm going to pull up. All right. So Jake, who is currently the president of the Curse Supporters Group for New Mexico United, he asked, who are your soccer inspirations? Soccer inspirations. Someone I really like is Julie Ertz. 
she was a center back, so that was someone I watched a lot. And I really like the way she plays. She's just super competitive, and she's always out there doing her best. So that's someone for sure for me. Okay, and then Carl. Carl is another one of our listeners. He asks, who is your favorite soccer club? Soccer club? Like professional or? Professional, yeah, or, you know, of any of the different leagues. Definitely. I grew up watching Barcelona, so I'm definitely a Barcelona fan versus Real Madrid. I'd say them for sure. Is that like also like the key matchup you love watching between those two teams? Definitely. I was always watching those games when I was growing up. Okay. And then uh, Stacy Lofton, he asks, what's your favorite pair of boots ever? Ever? Um, I had these neon yellow, um, what were they called? I can't remember. The ones that have like the socks uh, that go up your ankle a little bit. I loved those ones when I was um, in high school. But I wear black ones now, which I think is a little bit better for like the uniform and stuff. So, okay. <laughs> okay, right on. It's a cool answer. Um, well, and then my last question for you is, um, you know, who would you personally want to Meg if you could choose any person on the team before you left UNM? Like, who, what, what is, which one do you want to Meg? I would say either Alexa Curtin or Alicia Garcia, for sure. It's not. Alexa's really competitive, so I think it would just be funny, honestly, to Meg her. And then Alicia, because I feel like we have a super like competitive relationship out on the field. So that would be fun too. Man, I feel like uh, Sophia's going to have to set this up and get this one on social media. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, well, I've really enjoyed having you on uh, this, this pod, uh, getting to know you a little bit more off the pitch and, you know, some of the things that make you who you are and your interest um, so I definitely want to thank you for, for spending your time with me that way. Um, and good, sorry, go ahead. I said, of course, thank you so much. Too. Yeah. And good luck uh, in your upcoming matches this weekend. Um, thank you for listening to this edition of one V one. If you're listening on Spotify or Google podcasts or Apple podcasts, please consider subscribing. Definitely share the episodes with your soccer friends. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and leave us an episode review. Uh, we'll catch you next time on the next edition of 1v1. And you've been listening to Carly Mays, our guest this particular episode. And I'm Chris Walker, and we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to We Are Seek and Strike Podcast, brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. Find more USL-related podcasts and written content at bgn.fm. To never miss new content, consider subscribing wherever you get your podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the episode. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Seek and Strike Collective. Lastly, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves and Icarus FC. Roughneck Scarves, the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? 
Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com.